Hey, hey, everyone. Gemini Bren here. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Midnight Gemini podcast, where I talk about being Gemini, Gemini life, and the Gemini perspective on a whole bunch of stuff. Today, I'm answering a question that I saw come up in a couple of Facebook groups, and it's also been on TikTok quite a bit. And the question is, what is it with Geminis and emotions? Why do they blow you off when it comes to knowing how they feel? And I got to tell you right off the bat, when I was getting my information together for this, I, uh, I did a little bit of research and then I did some introspection as well. And I actually was a little nervous about doing this particular podcast because it's true. Um, Gemini's are not real comfortable about talking about a whole lot of emotional stuff. I mean, you know, we just, you just got to know that, you know, yeah, 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 we feel it or whatever, but we, we don't like to sit there and harp on it and talk about it and everything. Uh, the majority of us. Now, that's not to say that uh, we don't have any emotions at all um, or that you can't read our emotions because that's not true. You can actually see when we're pissed off. Um, we're real good at showing that. Um, we're real good at voicing that as well. Uh, we will let you know when we're mad about something. And if we don't say it, you'll know it just in the way that we change demeanor. I mean, I, for one, I'm a slammer. I slam doors. I slab cat slam cabinets. You know, I just, I get flustered and I need to be doing something physical. I'll go and I'll do the dishes or I'll start sweeping or scrubbing something or whatever, because I'm just so pissed that I have to do something, you know, physical to like, you know, vent it somehow, because I don't want to talk about it, but I'm just so mad about it. So, you know, showing anger <laughs> is not hard for a Gemini. But um, when we get to, you know, the more serious stuff about, you know, all of the romantic feelings, and things like that. That's another ball game. So I came up with four different, um, I guess you could call them, I don't want to say reasons, but um, four different points, I'll just say. Four different points um, about why uh, Geminis and emotions are, are just kind of, uh, you know, hard for us. The first one is the fact that we are an air sign and we're not the only air sign. Um, Libra and Aquarius are also air signs and they, to some point have, um, this, a little bit of this, this, um, oh, I don't want to say hesitation, but, uh, you know, they can be a little bit different with, with emotions as well but certainly not to the extent that Gemini are. Geminis are air signs. So if you think of air, air is hard to pin down. You can't pin down the breeze, right? You can't catch it in a jar and say, oh, I have a breeze. Um, and so this is Gemini. You know, this is the way you have to think of that. 
with Gemini's, we're in constant motion. Um, you know, we're all over the place because we have so many things running through our head and we're, we're always moving. We're always going, you know, something's always, always happening with us. And so when we get involved with other people and it gets to be, you know, of a romantic nature or kind of relationshipy. Um, we take pause on that. A lot of us do not all of us. Um, I don't want to generalize and group it into all of us, but many of us, we take pause because we are an air sign. We are so free spirited. You know, we have this, Oh, we do whatever, whenever with whoever, you know, why we want to, and all of this stuff. So that's what makes us free spirited. And a lot of people translate that as being flighty, you know, oh, they just here and there and everywhere. They just flit around, you know, and they can't be still. And, you know, to an extent that's true. We, we are not still people, you know, we don't stay in one place for too long. And, and that applies to all aspects of our personality, both, you know, physically, mentally, and emotionally, you know, we do tend to be in constant motion. Physically, we move around a lot. We talk with our hands, you know, we pace, we, we walk, you know, we, we, we're just doing things. And then mentally, of course, we have thoughts just constantly hammering us all day long, ideas, you know, things we want to look up, things we want to know, things we, you know, question, curiosity, all of that going on in our head. And then emotionally, we have kind of this, you know, love and hate and indifferent sort of trio that goes on. You know, at first we might, you know, see maybe, maybe something, maybe like a piece of art. And we think, oh, you know, that art is beautiful. I love that art, you know, and, you know, let's say we buy the art and then we hang it up in our house. And then maybe two months later, we're looking at this piece of art and we're like, you know what? I hate this painting. I just hate it. I hate the colors. I hate everything about it. I just, it sucks. I don't know why I bought this stupid painting. And so then we're thinking about getting rid of it and, you know, everything else. And we might even put away for a while. And then, you know, maybe months down the line or something, we come across it in the closet or something. And then we're just like, oh, yeah, there's that painting that I bought, you know, and we don't have an, an emotion towards it one way or the other. It's just like, yeah, yeah, there it is. Maybe I'll use it. I won't throw it out. I'll just just kind of save it there. So, you know, this is our our kind of emotion trio, I guess. And and we go through this you know, not just with stuff, but also with, um, not all people, but certain people definitely, you know, especially when, when you're single and you're dating, you know, <laughs> there used to be this, um, this thing called the ick factor that, uh, it was on an old show in the eighties, the Allie McBeal episodes and Allie McBeal could never pick anybody because, she would really, really like someone and, and just be gung-ho and everything. And then they, they would go out a few times and then inevitably the guy would do something or say something or wear something or just something. 
that she absolutely hated. And then she would be like, ew, okay, no, I don't like that. And then she'd just like want to get rid of him. So that was a good example of the love hate kind of thing where you're just so invested at first. And then it's like, uh, no, not anymore. And so Gemini's kind of go through this too with certain people. And then there's the indifference where you meet certain people and yeah, you like them. They're nice. You know, they're cool, but you know, that's it. You know, they hold your attention for a little while and then it's like, okay, yeah. Um, you're nice and everything, but I'm going to go see what's over there. And, uh, this is what frustrates a lot of people when they date Gemini's because, uh, you know, our attention span is like that of a, I don't know, a gnat. We just don't have a whole lot of attention span. And so it's hard to pin us down to get us to talk about emotions and, and, you know, deep kind of relationship things. Because, you know, we just, we don't stay in one place for too long. And for us, thinking of a relationship, you know, that for us, or for me anyway, I shouldn't say us, for me anyway, a relationship for me, key words that go with that are settling down, less movement, being restricted, being quote unquote grounded, you know, like, like not grounded as in, you know, you're grounded, you can't go outside, but grounded as in, you know, now you have a home base and a place to be all the time. And this is your central point. And from this central point, everything else stems. Um, Gemini's don't live that way. Most of us we don't have a grounding point. I mean, yes, we have a house that we come to or whatever, but you know, our house is, is, you know, expendable. We can move houses in no time. You know, we might get sick and tired of our house one day and just up and decide to move, you know, if, if we're not buying the house, if we're just renting or something. And even if we are buying the house, we may get sick and tired of it and decide to sell the damn thing and, you know, go somewhere else, maybe move to a different state or something, because we're constantly in motion, as I said. So this whole thing with relationships and those key words are what uh, give Gem Gemini's pause. You know, when, when those things come up and, and people want to start talking about relationships and being together and more, more, um, stable and stability and, um, mutual relationship and monogamous and all of that sort of thing. You know, this is what triggers for a lot of people. So that might, um, you know, make, make a Gemini kind of take pause and be like, okay, I need to take a step back. And, uh, and then, yeah, you might get the wall. You might get the, uh, no, I don't want to talk about this and uh, the shift. You'll, you know, you'll feel it if if this is not where where the Gemini that you're with wants to be. You'll feel that shift immediately. And another thing that um, that Gemini's you have to deal with when you're with a Gemini is we're not always 
in the present moment with you. For as much as we would like to be, it's very, very hard to be completely present in the moment for a lot of us. I'm that way. I'm, I don't think I'm in the present moment um, for very long for very many things. Even when I'm, you know, speaking to people, I'm speaking to people, but in the back of my head, I've got other things that I'm running, you know, and, and sometimes those things catch my attention more than the conversation that's happening in front of my face. And so I'll kind of get like this deer in the headlight kind of look because I'm thinking of something else. And if you know me well, you know that look. And, uh, you, you know, you'll have to kind of pull me back and say, hey, um, over here, focus for a second. And, uh, and then I'll come back. But uh, it's not intentional. It's not like we're blowing you off on purpose or anything. It's just that if you're speaking to us and and whatever it is you're talking about, we we just either find it so interesting that we have connected it to something else in our heads and we're on with that, or it's not interesting and we're a little bit bored and we thought of something else and so we're going in that direction. And so it's it's kind of tricky. So it's very, very hard for us to be in the present moment. And that's just our mercurial mind that is constantly in motion. Now, along with that, we are mind-based. Our sign is mind-based. We're all about communication, which is ironic because <laughs> you would think that because we are so into communication, we would be, you know, so ready to communicate everything, feelings and emotions and, and you know, everything we know, but that's not the case. So to get into our hearts, you got to get into our mind. It's, it's just that simple. You, you have to find that, that in to our mind. And, um, you know, like I said, talking with us or whatever, you know, we, we love to talk most of us. And, uh, so when we're talking to you, you might trigger, you know, other thoughts in our head about other topics. And, you know, before we've even finished that conversation, we're on to that conversation. So in the romance department, you know, if you're talking about lovey-dovey kind of things, um, you know, this may be happening. We may be thinking about it and in, in, in the present moment for a few seconds. And then we've moved on to you know, either something we saw in a movie that reminded us of this, you know, oh, yeah, you know, he's talking to me the way that whoever was talking to whoever in this one movie that I saw, or something like that. Or, you know, it may be that it's too soon for this kind of conversation, in, in our opinion, you know, and too soon can be, you know, you could be two or three months in, and be wanting to talk about, you know, deep relationship feelings and things. And for some of us, that may be too soon. Um, we're not, we're, you know, it takes us a long time to want to get there with someone. Most of the time, I mean, sometimes, you know, it's, it's one of those not love at first sight, but, you know, maybe infatuation 
to where, you know, we just really, really click with someone and, and we think that we're in love or whatever. And so, you know, on an impulse, we may act on that and then we'll end up, you know, retreating from that just as quickly as we jumped in. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a, a catch 22 with us and we realize that we know it, you know, we're, we're aware of it. Trust me, we are. And, uh, and we try, you know, with, with people that we really, really like, we do try to make that connection emotionally in some, in some ways. And, um, you know, because Gemini's are big flirts, you know, we flirt with everybody and that can't be taken as emotion, you know, because we're that way with everybody. So, you know, we might be sending a mixed signal there and, uh, and we may or may not know, know it. Some of us know, and some of us don't. So the third thing that uh, will send a Gemini kind of into a, a, a weird kind of vibe when it comes to talking about uh, emotions and things is anxiety. Geminis are anxious people. We are because we're, you know, we're high strung. We are because we've got all this movement going on and all this stuff in our head. And, uh, you know, we're a little skittish, I guess you could say. And if we feel uncomfortable, you know, like I said, if the timing for us doesn't feel right and we think, oh, wow, this is like way too soon to be dealing with any of this stuff. Um, that's when you get the detachment or the running from the situation. And so, you know, we may just change the subject. Uh, we can start talking about something else. We'll change our surroundings. You know, if we're like sitting at the bar or something and this comes up all of a sudden, it's like, you know what, let's go dance, you know, just something to get out of that, you know, that that moment. Um, and then of course, shifting the conversation to something else entirely, you know, we'll hop on one of those tangents that's going on in the back of our head and bring that up and see if we can't shift everything with that. Along with doing this, because we're anxious, not only are we anxious, we are also very analytical. And it, so how do I explain this? We process everything because, you know, we have so much going in our head and we're processing and observing and, you know, all this input is coming in and we are synthesizing and trying to make sense of everything. And so when we get hit with, you know, questions about, you know, romance and, and do you love me? And, you know, will you move in with me? And, you know, can we take this relationship to the next level and things like that? And, 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 you know, it, we're sort of caught off guard. Then, you know, it's going to be 
a processing time for us. What happens is we're hearing the conversation that you're bringing up. Believe me, in that moment, we're very engaged in the conversation. Uh, We're present in that moment. But once we hear what the gist of of what it is, you know, you want to say to us, once we hear that, and if it's something like, you know, will you move in with me or will you be my girlfriend or something like that, then we go into analytical mode and we start processing that information, that thought, that idea. And so now our head is running like crazy. And, you know, we have thoughts like, okay, what, what's, what's being said here? How, how is this person saying this to me? How do I feel about this? Um, do I want to get into this? Is this a good thing? Is, is this, is this what this person is asking of me? Am I ready for this? Um, what would it look like if we were in this? What would, you know, what would my, what would my inner circle think of this? What would their inner circle think of this? What would the future look like? Uh, what happens if there's, you know, some sort of problems with this? And how would I handle that? And how, how might they react? And how will others react to this? And what if I express my feelings and, you know, they, they decide later on that, uh, you know, that they don't want to go through with this? And how do I get out of this situation? Or should I even get into this? Just, these are thoughts that literally go through your head. And as I was, you know, thinking of recording all this, I wrote this down and I'm not, I'm not kidding you right off the top of my head. These were the top questions that just came out flowing off the page because I thought to myself, if I were asked that, that would be the stuff running through my head immediately. I mean, it took forever for me to get married. Um, Granted, I've been married three times, but this third one, it took me a long time to commit to it because Um, you know, the first one was just a huge mistake. I was way too young. The second one was a marriage of convenience. Literally, it was convenient for him. It was convenient for me. So we just like, well, okay, why not? That was an impulse. Didn't even think about it. But this one, this one actually meant something. And it was really, really hard for me to commit to this one. And it took years I mean, this was not just a, you know, we dated for six months or we dated for a year. No, this was years. And it was date, breakup, date, breakup, date, breakup, because I kept running because I had that anxiety. And I was like, I don't want to deal with this. This is too much. I can't, I can't, I can't. And uh, so, you know, I was on the run for quite a while. The good thing was that this man was persistent and he was patient. And, you know, he, he gave me my space when I needed it. And he came on like gangbusters when he needed to. And it all just kind of worked out in the end. So I was really happy about that. And uh, he's a Libra. 
if that means anything to anybody out there, um, bless his soul <laughs> that he can deal with me because I know that I'm not easy to deal with. But, um, you know, these are some of the things that that kind of go with being with the Gemini and the emotional stuff that they put you through, because I know that we do put you through things emotionally when you're trying to connect with us and you want that deeper connection and you want us to have that deeper connection with you. And we just kind of not blow you off, but avoid it. Cause, cause it just, you know, there's just so much more for us on the line. And again, it all boils down to the whole free spirited thing. You know, that, it, that is so key for us. We're, we're just so, so into being our own self and, and being able to come and go as we please and all of that, that, uh, you know, the whole relationship thing and talking about it and uh, trying to, you know, to kind of get us to be in a commitment is, is difficult. Um, that's not to say we won't or that we don't, it's just that uh, if we do and we do it, you know, quickly, it's going to end more often than not, just as quickly as it began. Because we may get bored and because we didn't think it through. We didn't go through all of the processing. We we're just like, oh, screw that. I'll just junk. I'll just go for it, you know. And usually when that happens, that's a mistake. Um, it's a good adventure, though. I won't I won't knock that. It is a good adventure. It's a fun ride, but uh, it may not be fun when it ends. Probably not so much for uh, on the Gemini side, but on whoever is on the, rec the receiving end of that. Um, like I said, Geminis are so used to, you know, being transient that, uh, you know, jumping from one relationship to the next is is not it's not a, a big, big deal. It should be, uh, but it, it generally isn't. Unless, you know, we were really, really, truly had feelings there that we were just not talking about or not saying, or we didn't come clean with that. Or maybe we did, and we, we you know, we went in, invested some, some real emotion in it, and then we got hurt. Um, then, yeah then, you know, we definitely will feel that and be upset about it and uh, may even take a break from all of that. But, you know, that's normal for any sign, not just Gemini. Um, but this is why, you know, Geminis just take that time and, and really don't want to deal with a whole lot of emotional stuff because it's just easier that way because they know themselves and they know that, you know, they may not stick around. And so better not to jump into something that you can't get out of or that you're going to get out of and hurt somebody in the end. So it's a lot to deal with. I know. So I hope that in covering some of this stuff, you all got some insight into, you know, Gemini's and emotions and uh, dating Gemini's and even, even just being friends with Gemini's you know, all of this applies to friendship too. You know, sometimes we may seem a little wishy-washy with friendships 
And it's, it's, again, you know, it just boils down to us being so free spirited and having so much, you know, mental chatter going on and, uh, you know, being turned, you know, we always turn to the next new shiny thing and see what that holds. So I understand. And I hope that, uh, that this has uh, given you some insight so that if you are with a Gemini or deal with a Gemini or meet a Gemini, <laughs> that you will understand a little bit about what you're getting into and why they are the way they are. So if you like this content, please give me a follow and uh, comment as well. You can also find me on Instagram. I am at GeminiBren85. And I'm also on Facebook as GeminiBren. I will see you soon. Thank you for listening.